0: Hello, and welcome back to the Galdercast. Background audio for this episode is brought to you by Sirenscape, a great source for amazing atmosphere and music. You can check them out at sirenscape.com. Music comes from Kevin McLeod of Incompetech.com and Darren Curtis at DarrenCurtisMusic.com. Licensed under Creative Commons Attributions Licenses 3.0 and 4.0, respectively. Additional music from Arcane Anthems. You can support them at patreon.com slash arcaneanthems. Now, onto today's episode of Galdercast. So, once your short rest is all done, where are you guys headed out to? What are you gonna do?
1: Let's go pound some demons. Hey.
2: What way the scent?
3: Oh, you that would of a sense. I would feel maybe the oh, 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 whoever oh. Enough may have left after they felt that the friend died.
4: We don't know that.
3: But it's possible. I'm just putting out I'm putting it out there. I'm not saying that it happened. Good idea.
1: True, true.
3: Just an idea.
2: What a beautiful map.
0: Alright. So. What would you guys like to go do? Should, I say should we, we have...
5: look for
4: Damon? Yeah. Nope. yeah we're going out we're looking at what the the damage of the town is like
2: right. yeah let's go well i mean except for that part where i walked on water and i saw already a bloody scene over there on the other side of that other firewall but
3: yeah
0: all right so is there any particular direction you guys are headed um i
3: think we haven't looked at the east side yet so we could
1: yeah <clears throat>
0: Okay, so you guys climb out of the uh, portrait windows, since there's head study down onto the street and <clears throat> start heading eastward around the city. As you can do, you can... You feel like there is both a silence yet a, a, a more din to the city now. Um, it, there isn't this ominous... Pressing heavy presence around you anymore. There's rain, but there's also far-off sounds of life now. It's not just this eerie silence of empty city and rain on cobblestone. And as you walk closer and closer to where you saw the firewall, you see only now these smoldering ashes inside the rain, where the firewall has now dissipated ...and been extinguished.
5: <clears throat>
0: and you continue forwards. And as you pass through where the firewall was... ...you can see maybe a block ahead is... Um, a, a, ...one of the larger town squares in Amanos. And the road doesn't look right. <clears throat> and as you continue forwards, you see that the cobblestone is a different color. Then you see that the cobblestone is not cobblestone. Hmm? What you Uh-oh. see are these masses of disformed flesh just oh, dotted no. around this square like trees and shrubs. these collapsed over over on top of themselves, just bulges of pinkish gray uh flesh that seem to have an arm, like poking at one place or you see. Uh, a a bulbous eye or this gaping mouth and it seems that all this flesh has fused into the cobblestone below it and grown out almost like a fungus where there's parts of cobblestone that are just covered over with scab like grayish pink flesh and skin and muscle but all these things, all this uh, disformed mass is dead and unmoving and there's like thin paths and weaving uh, maze you have to take through the square. You can just see these vaguely humanoid in in the fact that they have arms and what seems like a head of sorts without a neck or shoulders that are just used body to ground and are now just oh. lying limp dead on top of themselves in the square
3: uh, I don't like
2: that. Ew. Way. It's a lot worse than I thought.
0: <laughs> and you can see there's like stains of blood kind of around some of them. There's maybe a dismembered limb somewhere uh, between two of them that neither could have reached at any given point. Do you see there's... I'm gonna there's cast been the some... magic again. <laughs> okay, you cast to tech magic. There's no magical essence here. Huh. If there was it's magical essence, it's bellagers. gone since they dead. Since they died. Since they uh, died. Like that. If anyone wants, they technically do still have blood, so Valtroy, your ability still works. And if anyone wants to roll Arcana in terms of the, uh,
3: identification, you
0: can.
6: I mean, can I, I look for bugs. The whole explanation here, so.
3: I'm going to knock on doors while they're doing this. I'm going to see if there yeah, are but... any people inside. I'm going to try to get let people know <laughs> that. For the most part things seem to be
0: good now alright so you're just knocking on doors um,
3: some of the doors
0: are fused closed with Neal. this flesh oh, oh so no. you you kind of avoid some of those other doors you'll knock some of the ones that are not as covered or some that are not touched at all through this square and as you continue walking through this uh this opening in the city you're just avoiding these now masses of dead flesh
3: yeah I'm just gonna be yeah, I'm gonna be knocking be like hello, everything's okay. We're gonna be fine. Stay inside. Things are gonna be okay.
0: <clears throat> you continue on your way. And you you pass through this field of now corpses. <clears throat> and you continue on, and you, you can see after this, there is just this scene of grotesquery where townsfolk and citizens of Amanos have just been slaughtered. There is dried... I won't say dried blood, but washed out blood from the rain that's just still slowly being pulled outwards from the city down towards the lake or the gutters. Um, There's body parts that are pinned to uh, buildings, full bodies that are charred and chopped up and destroyed, uh, strewn across the streets in multiple ways of uh, death and just absolute carnage throughout the city. But you can also see there's now townsfolk starting to move through the streets. You can see a handful, and by a handful, I mean like maybe one or two every now and then, holy guard helping what townsfolk you see, and they're slowly cleaning the the streets From north to south, pulling down bodies and cleaning up uh, all of the strewn body parts through the streets. Not really cleaning the blood as the rain is still washing it away, but they're piling the bodies into carts and uh, stretchers as needed. They're just going through the city, slowly cleaning up the streets, and you can see past a certain point, there's just a... it's just, just general destruction, but no more bodies as you head closer and closer to the, uh, the Temple of Amanos. Guess oh,
3: jeez. Hmm. We should probably help. Um, we should probably
1: at any point board while board. we're walking around, DM, I would like to very subtly tell my brother about the, uh, that little bit of necromancy I, I detected. Real sneaky-like.
3: I mean, he's helping us, so it should be fine.
1: Yeah, I know, but I'm just saying, keep an eye out.
3: I'm actually going to approach Valtroy and just be like, So, didn't you need to go somewhere in the city? Do something?
2: Oh, that's, uh... That's, uh <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh fuck yeah! I do have. Do you shit to have do. a quest? <laughs> <laughs> I
2: I forgot about that completely. Actually, ask
5: me um, about my wiener.
2: I guess I should go <laughs> and see if Graves is okay after getting possibly mauled to death by demons. Who knows?
0: Yes. So that. I'll do that. Yep. You guys are uh, kind of making your way through the city. In that direction. Uh, well, I'll ping where Graves' shop is. Graves' shop is, uh, a little, like, northwest corner of the city-ish, or towards west, you guys have been heading upwards east towards the temple, with seemingly no particular goal, unless someone has one. I think
3: we should probably go to the church.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, um, as you guys approach the church more and more, you can start hearing this, um, uh, speech you can hear crowds uh kind of like just this murmur or general din of a crowd and you can see in the the larger uh square like this the large open uh atrium of the city that is in front of the temple of amanos is a relatively large but still small group of citizens that are watching uh five of the arch clerics that are stood on the steps of the temple that are speaking out to the people um you see three older human uh, men a half elf uh somewhere maybe in his 90s and a a younger half work woman
6: make what
0: they're saying? Uh, slowly you, as you approach the the speech becomes uh more clear <clears throat> until you are finally in the square and you can hear uh one of the older human men calling out to the crowd and you can hear the the speech is them claiming that through their prayer the city has been saved by the god the god of the sun. <laughs> at, Eat this all happened bag. because their faith has waned. The light of the lake has been dimming for months and is because their faith has not been strong enough. And through their prayer in these last few days of tragedy and of conflict that they have brought the god of the sun back to the city. Oh, and they oh. must retain this prayer and this faith.
3: Somebody stop me.
6: I I call and say
3: like, faith
6: you had a demon infestation under your noses the whole
0: time as you do you call attention to your group just the entire crowd turns towards you
1: uh hi yes we did killed it
3: yes yeah we I, arrived I, Jesus
1: have some tact that? smiley oh my god <laughs> And... and we
3: arrived to this town the... in distress, and we found the root of the problem, and we took care of it. You are yeah, we uprooted it. it.
1: You can call us the Demon Pounders, <laughs> and you uh-huh. see the Some class.
5: Yeah,
0: a, a, another one of the older human men. Uh, there's a man that is like balding on top, with just a small, sparse bit of hair that's currently kind of waving in the in the storm a bit, and it's added down onto his head, and this thick beard that's combed down almost straight. Goes,
7: you see, it is these dissenters, this kind of unfaithfulness, that has brought the demons and these devils to our city. And what you did, we what? must expunge well, this unfaithfulness.
3: Yeah, okay. <laughs> I'm gonna. Call he keeps going on into
0: what is essentially a sermon of uh, the fear of God.
1: Can I call? Can I go up to that guy?
0: As you try to Ooh. go through the crowd, they block you off.
3: Oh, this is Jesus it's a Jesus
1: town. Okay. Okay, wait. Yeah. Yeah. This is Jesus town. I'm gonna I'm gonna <laughs> very Can cool. I I'm gonna do something, DM.
6: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh oh. I probably shouldn't do. Right, but I'm gonna it. do it. Let's
6: see it. Take the Biden to normal The please. first
1: person that tries to block me off can I is this is this oh, touch
3: No,
1: no? Oh, Can I cast charm person on one of the people blocking me? Sure. What's the save? Uh to wisdom fifteen. Commoners. Rotro. raggy.
3: Well.
1: Oh, nice. Okay. Uh wait, so what does this actually do?
3: So you, they just are they're friendly to you. You're
1: friendly? Uh I'm just gonna put my hand on their shoulder and I'm just gonna be like, Hey, man, could you just help me get through this crowd? I just want to have a conversation with that guy real quick.
0: (laughs) And, uh, it's this, like, kind of portly man. Uh, scraggly gray and brown beard. Either shaved or bald on top. Oh, yeah, of course, of course, of course, of course. And he turns to go, and the rest of the crowd still just blocks both of you now. As now the two human male uh, our human archpriests are continuing this fear of God sermon. Pretty much only the, the back of this crowd is really blocking you. It's not like the crowd is taking up the whole square. You can still move through. It's just you can't really get closer to the temple. Right.
1: Right.
3: Let's just get to but the like... temple. There's no point. Man. What? Let's just go. They're not going to listen to us.
2: They're, They're like fine. booing us.
3: Yeah. They'll believe what they want. We know what happened. The church will believe us too.
2: to tell uh, I'm sure they know. I'm sure they heard of Alfie. All right, let's go. Just, to, just to be,
6: um, I'm writing out a little statement here. Uh, just to be sure, this is indeed the city where, where, uh, where one of the twins was brought back to life, right?
0: Yep. Yes. Okay. By another one of the archpriests, priests, um, Azaya, who you currently do not see.
3: Hmm. Oh, Oh, shit. Oh wait, actually
5: uh, are
3: are they wait, so these uh these preachers they're in front of the in front of the church or are they close
0: by like this is a- <laughs> they're, they're on the steps of the church like up the the short uh, amount of steps and they're preaching outwards to this crowd how how far away is that I'd say about 200 feet from the edge of the crowd
1: so question DM because let's say hypothetically I was to use thaumaturgy to amplify my voice Mm-hmm. And make it three times as loud as normal for one minute. Or as long as the sentence is. Could I potentially shout over them? Yeah. I'll try that. Hey, what do you say?
3: Uh, so just for
1: context, they're basically just shitting on us?
3: No, they're not. No, oh, they're not. How, the, how God basically saved their town. Yeah. And we didn't do anything. They,
0: they, okay. are, they are continuing the sermon of, like, this is just repeating, almost, sermon of we must praise uh Ominator, we must reinforce our faith and continue uh prayer to him and and uh, reverence of him so that these okay, times then then I pass will pass again and etc, etc, etc.
1: I'll use thaumaturgy to amplify my voice to shout over them. Uh, yeah. And, and I'll just say, uh, Ominator didn't kill the demons. We did. Well, I, I put your faith in something it. that actually works.
0: Roll persuasion okay. at disadvantage.
1: for my guy, and I put my fist up. God
0: damn it! Roll persuasion <laughs> at disadvantage. <laughs>
1: disadvantage? All right. I'll. Uh, yeah, I'll just say like along the lines of like Kellamvor sent me. He's the best. I want Come to. Uh, Got him. I'm gonna try okay, to persuasion talk. To
6: disadvantage. Him. Okay, uh... I have a thing to say as well.
0: Twelve. <laughs> okay. Twelve! <clears throat> oh, I should have guidance So myself. You oh, well. uh, you can guidance yourself if you want. This was, this was an active check, so yeah, you can certainly do that. I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna do that. Three. Fifteen. Fifteen. Okay, so you call it above the crowd, your voice booming much louder than anything, and you completely overtake just the din of the crowd, and you go over the archpriests that are currently talking, and as you do, they stop for a moment uh, during your your short claim. And as you finish, you're welcome. The (laughs) uh, the, not the half-work, the half-elf then steps forward calling out
7: you see, it is these dissenters, heathens of the gods of death that have brought this plague and claim to be our saviors. The gods of death, those you have feared for.
0: And now just going on to against the gods of death, and you remember that gods of death are not very well regarded throughout anywhere.
1: Well, um, God of Death sent me here and fucking, I helped those. So what's up? <laughs>
0: you can through the sermon paying attention a mm-hmm. little bit here and there you actually learned that around the time you guys killed AphaZeddin, all of what was essentially demon just mm-hmm. disappeared half of the creatures that were invading the city disappeared as were another uh the others that remained fled um mm. the the small red winged fiends the the imps devils actually flew away into the the sky. Um, one particularly larger one, which they claim was another devil, which also sounds like Vizeth, a spine devil, a purple mm. devil covered in in bones and wing, fled off into the sky. A large gorilla-like creature just disappeared in the middle of the street. Hmm. Um, and all of the fire slowly died out, along with the field of flesh that just collapsed over on itself. Um, and the invaders in the church disappeared.
3: I'm sorry, field of flesh? You can yeah, assume I... that to be the thing right, you just
0: passed you. through a couple minutes ago.
3: Oh.
6: Okay, I, um, I have a statement, and I want to try to turn, I want to try to turn them from against us, but not turning them against their priests. I want I want to sort of make it so that the priests have an out to align their interests with ours. Can I try to do that?
0: Sure, go ahead. Speak.
6: Okay, I'm going to call out to the to the archpriest while brandish while holding the armor. And, in, and point and indicating to... Uh, or we still have I still have the armor from the other demon that we killed, don't I? So yeah. I'm going to hold up you know, both. Is, yes. And I'm going to call out saying, no one is saying that faith in the sun god is misplaced. We intervened in order Damn. to turn corruption in the city. One of our own was brought back from the realm of death by the priests of, Amon- of Amanator. We wish to inspire you to be steadfast in fighting against fiendish threats. Preaching and faith alone are not enough. The sun god fights alongside his followers. He does not hold their hands through every trial and tribulation. Aphazedon and his cult of Balor were allowed to take hold here, and we have done you the service of eliminating their head. We need your help and that of your god to finish the job. My ancestor led a major charge against the lords of hell in the original demon war, and I have helped to bring together this force to prevent another. Help us, and your city will prosper in the eyes of amun
3: Damn. Alright, roll persuasion yeah, at disadvantage.
6: At disadvantage? Yeah, you guys are not well regarded right now. Yeah, no, that's fair. <clears throat> that's fortunately I have very good persuasion.
3: You can do it.
6: Gonna hope.
2: You can be persuasive.
3: Good vibes. Good vibes.
6: I feel like this is one that they might want like I feel like the head priest would kinda of want in on this one. Thirteen. Not okay. good.
7: It's nice.
4: better than average. <laughs>
0: As you call out, you finish your statement. Um, uh, The um, the first human arch-cleric or arch-priest is already talking over you half the time. Um, And now the half-elf joins in after you finish speaking, taking over from where the human was, uh, who was basically just kind of shitting on you the entire yeah. time. And the half-elf goes, you see, these... These individuals claim to be our saviors while holding implements of the fiends, of these devils of the hells. Where do they even get such artifacts, should they not be allied with the... They're just... They're very much going against you. They're These priests are not... You can note that these priests don't care what you're saying. They are riling against you and kind of just claiming power to themselves. Some of the townsfolk seem to be, like, on the fence. Others are... Very much, almost mob mentality. Some are... You can see there's thought happening, and they're going, wait, that actually kind of makes sense. But there is fear-mongering, and there is bigotry and hypocrisy happening through these arch-clerics. Yeah, this is... You're not going to get through through to the church at all. Some of the townsfolk, maybe. Yeah, Um, this is... Nexus.
3: Yeah, I'm just I'm just gonna start walk. Uh, walking yeah, I'm gonna start leaving as well. To the door.
6: And I like under. <laughs> as we pass, is Devin around? Do I see him? The, the the one royal guard or the one the one holy guard that was like okay.
1: Uh, roll
0: perception.
6: Because if he's dead, I mean, fair enough. But
0: fourteen. Fourteen. Uh, you don't see Devin anywhere. it's. it's... Also, a little hard to see through uh, the helmets of the Royal Guard. Most of them are wearing full plate. You do notice that about three Holy Guard had started making their way around the outskirts of this the square towards you, and then when you start leaving, they all stop.
6: Well, I'm guessing they were going to try to pick us up if we stayed.
0: Yeah, they were probably going to arrest or attack you.
6: Yeah, I'm going. I, I, I'm going to pointedly catch lock eyes with them, and offer them a mocking salute and a shrug.
0: Nice. Um, one turns yeah. around and just leaves as you are leaving. They don't seem to care. The other one gives you a bit of stank eye. It turns away. We'll see what happens next time someone comes after them,
6: and we're not there.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, it'll be it'll be their problem. Exactly. Right.
6: By the way, we now know for a fact that the um, the archpriests of of, of, of Amonator are corrupt. So we can do with that information as we wish.
1: It's I mean, trash. we've been knew that. They
6: sent us to... They us oh, to go we knew trash. they were misguided and overzealous. Now we know for a fact they're corrupt.
1: I don't know if sending us to wipe out an encampment of people is, quote, misguided and overzealous. I think that's just straight corrupt, but okay. That's straight corruption. <laughs> yeah.
6: I mean, Sean, in your world, are Dark Elves normally straight-up evil? No. Oh, okay, then, yeah, no, straight-up corrupt. So,
3: yeah. Uh,
6: obviously, we've got to take over the city, but, uh...
3: Can we push our way into the fuck to get into the church?
0: You want to go into the church? Tr- um, all the all these archpriests are actually standing directly in front of the front doors. Yeah. So, Oof. I mean, you, oh, no, you I don't, yeah. might have a fight on your hands if you try doing that. No, I mean, like, oh. over the course of the next several months, run a coup against them. Oh, I mean, you can <laughs> certainly try. That's that's uh, going to be a, a later game sort of thing. Oh, well, that sure. could
2: be on the to-do list.
0: So where are you guys heading at this point? What
3: the hell's her name? I'm trying to find, remember.
0: The... So the one that you yeah. were with before?
3: Yeah, the one that... Isaiah, I... you don't see her at all. Can I mosey up? Are oh, there any archpriests that aren't talking their
0: shit? Um, at the moment, the half orc sure. hasn't said anything. He's just standing there.
3: I'm gonna. Can I cast
1: I... message? Okay, to whom?
3: We're gonna freak the him half-orc.
1: out. Half orc. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm gonna regret this. All right. No, uh... <laughs> yeah. uh. I was just, I was just gonna ask. Uh, where's um, where's Isaiah? Yeah. yeah.
0: Okay, uh, you you ask where is Isaiah and you hear a response very quietly. The arch clerk Isaiah died in the vision.
5: Oh, I think we're debt
3: free. Well, that's bad. Isaiah's dead. No flack. Uh, well, we're debt free then. Let's get out of here.
6: I um, I have honestly, a... yeah. I have a feeling it wasn't the fiends that got to her. No Neither do I. This this feels like an emperor. um...
1: DM, yeah. mm-hmm. is there a way we could skirt around like to like maybe a side entrance or something of or, like, the a back door um you don't know of one nope. could we look for one if you'd like you can you guys want to do this i feel like we should sleep before we start fucking investigating the church but <laughs> i think
3: we're debt free and i think we should leave I'm not yeah of- i agree
2: Yeah, you have a point. What if we go in there and then someone who, you know, recognizes you guys and it's just like, "Oh, you are here to pay your debt?"
1: I'm gonna cast message again. Okay. To the orc, and uh, I'll say.
6: I mean, as far as we
1: know, I mean, you...
6: only force equipped to take down these things right now. Uh,
1: I'm gonna say you're being awfully quiet. How'd she die?
7: <clears throat> she was killed by another human, Ed.
5: Oh wow. Mm.
1: Am I looking at one of them?
0: No. A young man we've never seen before.
5: Young
6: man? Mm. Carlo, maybe.
5: Yeah.
0: You remember that the Incubus's illusion form was a human. Oh. Oh, fuck. And that there was an infiltrator in the church. Right.
1: Uh,
6: what? Yeah, that's it. All right. Send one more message. Hmm? Send one more message telling this half-orc personally to reach out to us if
1: they okay. need. Okay. Uh, yeah, so I'll be like, alright, well, reach out to us if you need us. I have a feeling I have a lead on her murderer.
0: You get the message back. It shall be handled internally. You be best that you do not stick around, for your words have caused great dissent.
1: Good luck. <laughs> 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 fucking Seattle. good. Eat my I'm pussy. Go, <laughs> I'm gonna look
3: at Finn and go, do you want to tell them about the day? Or do we just...
1: No, yeah. I was Why would we tell them? These guys are the worst. I want to fuck, fuck them up.
3: Yeah, I know. I'm just double checking if okay with you. I don't know because you're all, yeah, <laughs> you're all
1: Jesus shit. Yeah, listen, Jesus. listen. I'm all, I'm all, I'm all, I'm all about one guy, and that's it. The big cheese, oh, monog- the cool one. Boy. Nice. Yeah, I'm,
3: boy. I'm... <laughs> said... yeah, I'm. Monogamous. Whatever. Monogaligious. I just. I am
1: Yeah, i Yeah, monogaligious.
6: I mean, there is, there is an actual word for it, and it's monotheistic, but...
0: <laughs> nah, monogaligious.
1: Monogalistic way <laughs> okay. Okay.
7: So,
0: as you guys are uh, leaving the town square for the time being, at the very least, until you can find yourselves elsewhere, or another way into the temple, should you wish, uh, where are you headed to next? Are you going to graves, or are you heading somewhere else first?
6: Graves, I suppose. All right. I- your words have caused great dissent. Well, we great. were telling the truth, so I don't know, man.
0: <laughs> uh, So, Valtroy, I need you to make a survival check, please, to find this place. Survival? Yeah, okay. need survival, please. <laughs>
2: what am I surviving? Oh, Damn, check the
0: chat. Ah, crap it. Okay. Oh. Okay, well, uh, I think Graves might take up the rest of the session, anyways, so. Yeah. So, Survival 4. Oh, gods. <laughs> right? Okay, so you guys spend what is essentially two hours wandering the streets.
7: Oh, jeez.
0: Before eventually getting lost enough. That you find uh, this way. small section of the city right next to the wall. Which is quite literally a small grove of trees. <clears throat> Throughout this the, the two hours, you've noticed the rain has begun to let up. And it's turned from a heavy storm to just a slight drizzle with even a, a small amount of light peeking through the clouds. And even whatever light does peek through does not pierce the canopy of this grove of trees they're all very densely woven together and as you head into them you can see just barely a small torch lit next to a dark wooden door on a tiny little building inside that grove
3: tiny little building yep just just a hut
0: pretty much that seems to be almost built into the wall itself as you head and as you you walk into this grove you see written on the door itself um almost burned in in what is what seems to be very elegant and flowing yet um very chaotic lettering grove and you know this to be the name of the shop that graves keeps
7: <laughs> Grape hey. Grove.
0: Yep. Nope. You guys walk over to the door.
3: Do, do, be, do.
0: What do you do? Are you just walking in?
3: We should knock. Polite.
0: Yep. Ooh, it is polite. Yeah. All right. So who who would like to knock? Sigmund knocks. Digman okay. knocks.
4: As they're deciding, like, if they should knock <coughs> or not, Sigmund just walks up and knocks.
0: Okay, so you just tuck, tuck, tuck. And on the third one, the door just... <coughs> freaks inwards. Hello? There's no answer from inside. Pushes the door open. You push the door open just a little bit further. <clears throat> And inside no, we're
5: friends.
0: You don't see anyone inside just yet. But what you see is this dense and chaotic array of strange paraphernalia. Low-burning candles set across the entire very small yet seemingly large uh interior of this hut. There is bits and baubles and things strung about the ceiling scattered in this disarray, yet somehow still organized cluster of objects and items and paraphernalia of all sorts. There's this heavy scent of um, burning incense. A mix of multiple uh, incense all at once wafting through the room, and there's this kind of uh, thick, maybe light haze of smoke that drifts through the interior catching parts of the candles and light and every now and then you see like a small spark as one maybe thicker bit of dust drifts too close to a flame. And you all walk in maybe a little tightly packed but still enough that you can maneuver through these small maze-like turn- twists and turns in the strangely sized interior hut of or shop. As you all walk in, the door closes behind you. And on the click, you see walk out from behind a curtain you didn't actually realize was there. You thought was just a tapestry. This tall, extraordinarily tall half-elf. Lanky features. Sallow, sunken in eyes and facial features. A thin, almost lipless mouth. Practically the same complexion as the rest of him. He walks out, almost both right. And as he speaks, it sounds almost like a whisper, but directly next to your ears, almost coming from behind you. And you hear what feels like two voices at once, this deep, almost grating rumble of a voice, and this thin whisper
7: over top it. Hello. Oh, I welcome you to Rome. What might I interest you in? Hey.
0: And his his uh, eyes beady, yet almost glowing in this dim light, kind of coast across all of you.
1: That's a good question, Valtroy.
2: <laughs> Are you braids? Uh, yeah. Uh, hello. My name is Valtroy, and. I was uh, told that a man named Graves runs the shop named The Groves. Grove. The Grove.
7: I am indeed and... Scree.
5: <laughs>
7: what do you seek from me and my collection?
2: Well, I was wondering if you could. Uh... Tell me about something I'm looking for about a certain symbol. And uh, hey, it's... who has the uh, mm-hmm. letter thing, By the way, sorry to interrupt.
0: Uh, Finn still has them, I believe. The, sorry, the what? The letters that you found in uh, Zed's desk.
1: I do.
2: May I? Uh, mm-hmm. May I see that for a second? Or at least one of them.
1: Insight check. No, I'm kidding. Here you go.
0: <laughs> 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 the silence. So topic. you you pull out one of the letters, just whichever one you handed over to Graves. I'm assuming. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So I'm looking for information on that symbol.
7: This particular symbol, I know not where it comes from. In- who it belongs to. Oh shit. But knowledge mm-hmm. is not free. What do you have to offer?
1: Well, lucky for you, I have
7: Absolutely. this,
1: and I pull out a gold piece. Huh?
7: <laughs> <laughs> oh, you, I'm
1: you like sure other sure There yeah.
7: are more. I have glorious teeth. objects in your possession.
6: Uh, we have the anti-light candle. We have the void I arrow. I have the
3: drake teeth. I got it. He turns one.
0: actually towards Valtroy.
7: It is you who seeks this knowledge, what do you? Oh boy. Or perhaps you can offer me your services.
1: Services?
2: Oh, I'll hear you out before I decide what to give
1: you. Are you soliciting a prostitute right now?
7: <laughs> it's Valtrow, He's the you... prostitute.
1: I mean, no judgment. Sex work is work. But...
7: <laughs> you carry an essence. Oh, essence. I have not seen any that's what Zed said. That's spooky. Perhaps you offer me your eyes out in the world. Could you come across an object and item or other curiosity that I could add to my
5: collection
7: and bring it back to me in any of my shops? Willing to, I knowledge.
2: You know where this particular object that you're looking for is?
7: Oh, particular, just any that catches the eye.
0: And as he says that, his hand pulls up, and almost like uh, David Bowie in um, the Labyrinth. Labyrinth. Pulls out this small glass eye. I'm sure this and he spins it on the table. This cluttered table in front of you that just seems to all of a sudden have space enough for this eye to spin in place. And here just the glass spinning on the bare wood. It almost seems to slow down imperceptibly without ever losing speed. This sound echoing in your ears.
7: This will let you know you ever find something I trust Do you agree to these terms? Valtor. Oh,
2: and you know my name too, eh?
1: What the fuck?
7: <laughs> I do now.
2: So that tells me you know a little bit more than you're letting on
7: you always know <clears throat> knowledge is power of free do we have in a call
0: and he holds out holds out his hand this thin long spindly bony fingers kind of spread out awaiting you <clears throat>
2: Let me just, uh, look over at the party and be like, uh, I just want you guys to know. Uh, you can, you're free to, to help me with this if you'd like. If not, I will totally understand.
1: Oh, uh, help.
7: one's knowledge must be paid by for oneself. If you seek things. the knowledge... You must pay the price. Well, you heard him. Uh, we can't help.
1: Sorry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wow. I'm, I'm genuinely like a little shook here. What's going on? Mm.
3: Spooky man. This is freaky shit. Yeah, crisis is freaked out, but Tanya's even more freaked out because <laughs> I know what this creature is. <laughs>
1: Um, oh
6: shit. Yes Smiley. Chance. So like my uncle does, so I don't give a fuck.
2: Mm. So, yeah, uh, we... just what? 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 Sorry. No,
1: Never mind. You go ahead.
2: Well, I was just going to ask. Uh, so, like, just to get the, the details of this, what he's requesting of me clear, because uh, I noticed my mic was cutting out a couple of times. I don't know if it's my fucking headphones. Um.
0: He, he wants He wants you to take that glass eye, and yeah. as you travel the world, whatever you're doing, if it lets you know that you have come across something that would interest him, to acquire it and bring it back to him in any one of his shops. And he specified any one of them. <laughs> if what? you agree to this, he'll give you the knowledge that you want.
2: Well, alright. I agree. I agree to And
7: her. we have a cold. He holds and
0: he yes. kind of like moves his hand a little bit more forward for you to shake it.
2: I reach out and grab it.
0: And you feel I... these the, the same bony fingers clasp around your hand. Long, cracked nails almost touching around the other side and touching his own palm back. And then you feel further up your arm on your forearm, almost near the elbow, five more points. Touchdown, one by one. Lightly. And you feel just nails and fingertips. But you see nothing. Just feel it. A short shake. Just ever so imperceptive. And he goes, Then
7: we have... Cool.
0: Picks mm-hmm. up the
7: glass eye. This is yours. For now. I take it from him.
0: And he touches one finger on the, the letter, running it across the the symbol. This
7: particular interlocking symbol. The eight points of the Donus Arcanum. <clears throat> Each symbol corresponds to one of the eight members. This one on your letter is the symbol of Iverius Ibn, the overseeing occultist. However, and he points out the symbol, each of the symbols is unique to its owner.
0: And he, as you see, you can now notice that one of the um, parts of the knot, one of the sections, the points, is
7: actually slightly thicker than the rest. Each symbol is unique. Is the symbol you're looking for exactly this one? And you can feel his gaze
0: peering upon you, piercing through your essence, going...
7: Are you certain this is exactly what you want?
0: And you just have, you just feel this piercing. Are you, are you certain this, this symbol is exactly the one that you have?
2: I wouldn't say. I mean unless I have to do a check to
0: find a Ah, uh, you can roll. Uh I'll say a perceptive history. Uh, perception check. Perception check. Perception check.
2: Perception check. Perception yes. check. Perception
0: check. 23, it's not the same one. Now that you've you've been pointed out that they're different, the one on your back is different. Hmm.
3: <laughs> on your what?
2: I turn around and I start lifting things, moving things, pushing away my shirt, exposing my back to the party,
0: He's getting showing naked. the symbol. Hmm. And you all see um, Valjoy so remove so some of his armor and pull off his tunic underneath and, and the, the mantle that he has. <clears throat> and you see on his, his skin, which is this like almost clammy grayish hue like his face, Um, almost dark blackish veins kind of coursing across, is this massive burn scar on his back of the same symbol. Very clean burn scar, but one of the knots is a different size. Not the same one as the parchment. And you feel, uh, Valtroy, you feel Graves run a finger along your back. And you feel a couple inches above that, another fingertip. <laughs> sure I can hear him. adorable. Um, another fingertip draw across it at the same time. This
7: symbol is that of Mave Araldol.
2: you know anything about him or where I can perhaps find him
7: she she, she tends to live elsewhere on the continent from Aba. around this time she would find herself in the city of Sunen on the southern coastline of Sthur. The city of beauty. If you seek Ivirius, then he is to the north.
3: We should seek him.
7: Ivirius Ibn, the overseeing occultist lives and exists in Kosra, The city of fire. Kosra, yep.
2: Andrew, No, I'm kidding.
4: <laughs> there.
3: And that's the north, right?
2: Yep. Uh, the one I'm looking for is where again? South? Here,
0: I'll pull up the map. Quick, quick. Woohoo, map! Hop onto the map. So... You are looking for Maeve Araldor Fabricator. She has been said to be in the city of Sunen, this southern city on the coast of Sithur. Um, Sunen, for everyone but Valtroy, knows uh, this is the city of Sun, the goddess of beauty. Um, as were Iverius Ibn, overseeing Occultist, Lives in Khosra to the north in Nethria, the city of fire, and uh, dedicated to the god of fire, Kos.
2: And where are we located right now?
0: You for... guys are dead center in the continent in Amanos, in Mithia. Oh,
2: sweet. It's not that bad. <clears throat> I
0: was...
2: Hmm. Well. I think uh, that would probably be all the information I need for the time being. And uh, don't you worry, I'll be sure to find something for you for compensation for this
7: information. I'm sure you will. And the rest of you, is there anything you desire from me or a collector?
0: So during this time, is there anything any of you would like to be doing in the grove? We're out. Looking
3: Sigmund's
0: around. Alright. Uh, Everyone roll perception checks, please.
4: Sigmund's just...
2: Gone. Oof. <laughs> that one. Damn.
0: Right. <laughs> so I'm actually just going to write these down real quick.
3: So I we... think uh, Finn BRB'd.
0: Yeah, he did. And we are now missing. I yeah. Um, I'll roll for... Eh, might as well both of them.
5: Yeah.
0: He'll pull up Axel first because I have to roll, at least roll for him for now.
7: Time. Exception.
0: so is axel on and miley on a 12 um uh, on a 17 uh sigmund would you like to roll for a perception nope no Sigmund's not looking around
4: he is making sure the others don't fall trap to whatever this thing is he's not sure what it is <clears throat> but he doesn't think it's mortal
0: all right, and i will roll for finn second perception an advantage still yep so nine okay so starting with valtroy As you all are maybe looking around a bit, actually, we'll start with Valtroy after, because Valtroy has has had this going on. So first up, we have a Smiley. Smiley, you're um, just kind of pacing around the room a little bit, and one particular thing catches your eye. This maybe small, old, black, leather-bound book. There's no title on it, no author on it, nothing. But It catches your eye. and pick it up uh seems to be a somewhat large text in it of of some sort of story if you want to skim through it you can yeah might as well all right you you kind of skim through some of the pages and it seems to be this very long story about a man uh playing a game of chess against what is essentially the grim reaper (laughs) Hmm. and uh, you can from the bits and pieces you read every now and then uh the The book. It gets more and more tense, and the game becomes heavier as it progresses. With the man slowly losing parts of himself as he loses pieces on the chess game.
6: <clears throat> what was that last part you've been
0: cutting out the whole time? Um, he he's been losing like bits. Of, he loses parts of himself. It's not specific if it's physical, emotional, spiritual, as the pieces on the chessboard are taken off. Yeah. <sighs> um, crisis. E- you find, um, a somewhat how to how to put this. You find a hand.
7: Hey. It is a
0: a wax hand that is propped up on the wrist. Um, all five flink fingers splayed out. It seems to be made out of of wax, but also seems much too realistic to actually be a candle. You can see, um, like veins and uh, creases in the hand, and even fingerprints on it. The entire thing is made out of wax almost. And from each fingertip, from beneath what is essentially a nail, is a small candle wick. <clears throat> oh boy um we'll go with Axel of course Axel finds hung from a cage dangling from the ceiling another hand this one is moving stood on the tips of all five fingers the wrist pointed into the air. With what is essentially this um, bronze cuff hung across it. And it's moving around like it's sentient. Kind of skittering around inside this small cage. Dangling from the ceiling and waving ever so slightly.
5: It's alive. Finn!
0: uh, Rolled too closely for that. So that means I get to choose what Finn finds. Finn! Finds a solid black scroll, oh, rolled up, and just sat on a oh. table. Oh, the scroll oh. is is bound in uh black and gold woven cord and tied together with a uh, brown's couplet or a cuff that holds the the cord together. Sigmund, I want you to roll a perception as well to keep an eye on everyone. No. Okay. So. I get distracted
4: by one of these oddball trinkets.
0: Oh, we're gonna get to that. Oh boy. Sigmund, you're watching the... The group kind of wander through this small store. And it's not like they can go very far. Um, the The store is this very is is, is this maze of weaving aisles between tables and shelves and cabinets and uh, dangling paraphernalia from the both low yet tall ceiling. When you look up, it's it's extremely tall, almost fifteen feet. But when you're not looking at it, it almost seems to be mere feet from your head. This entire space does not seem to follow any particular set of physics or standard construction. And as you keep looking around, every time you focus in on someone and you're making sure they're not touching something dangerous or wandering somewhere you can't see, there's a knock this rattling from something um, a couple feet next to you and you see this wooden box, dark wood, stained to a near... Uh, blackish brown it's locked with three um latches and chains across each latch and every time you focus on someone the box goes as if something inside is moving it snaps your attention away from whoever you're looking at
4: against his better judgment he's gonna go up to the box okay
0: The box has no markings on it. It is maybe... three and a half feet long, a foot uh, wide, and about half a foot deep. With three heavy padlocks across it, and each padlock has a chain running around the, the box connected to the lock.
4: Lovely. He, uh, knocks on the side. And he kind of goes, What's in here?
0: Uh, Graves turns towards you and walks over. His strides so smooth it almost does not look like he's taking any steps. And his graveling yet whispering voice right next to your ear, despite his head being a good three feet above you, almost. That
7: would be any miraculous. Item. It is called the Iron Flesh. A weapon made by a rather old individual and imbued with essences of planes not our own. What does it do? It does many things. It has a semblance of its own mind.
3: Oh, you're a stanky. I'm
7: quite sorry. There's no bats right now. (laughs) What?
3: Oh, no. (laughs) It was on again. I'm so sorry. (laughs) Oh. I think this man pooped, so uh, I'll be right back. Okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Damn, I thought I thought Crisis was talking to
3: Just straight out, you are stinky. <laughs>
1: Ooh, wow. Wow, you're so stinky ew <laughs> stinky. I don't wanna do business with you, you're
7: stinky. The <laughs> iron flesh is one of seven items one of which I see a member of you already carries what (laughs) and he looks towards Axel oh what
0: oh snap oh so oh yeah okay so so Finn you're back Um, yes we had everyone roll perception for wandering through the shop
1: oh fuck I didn't do uh, that. No, I, Someone well, it for I,
0: we did I rolled it. For you, for, I rolled worry. for you. Okay, cool. Um, what you found um <clears throat> was a black scroll. A completely black scroll uh rolled up and bound with this black and gold cord and uh clasped shut with a bronze cuff. Hmm. Okay. Um for, for just very quickly, Smiley found a blank Leather bound the black book. Hmm. Uh he he read it, so I won't say what's inside. Um Axel, you can make decisions for him, found suspended from the ceiling and in a cage, a mobile and uh skittering hand. With a oh, um yeah. a a bronze cuff kinda hung off of the dismembered wrist. Crisis okay. found a what seems to be a wax candle, of a left hand, each finger has a candle wick poking out of it, but it's much too realistic to be a candle itself. It almost looks like it is a real hand, but made from wax. Its hand. Yep. Okay. Right. Um, and we'll get to Valtroy. Valtroy, as you're talking with um Graves, right next to the glass eye he handed you on the table, you see a. Coin. Not gold, not silver. A very, very old coin. Maybe three inches in in diameter. And you see on the face, facing up, is a crowned skull. Ooh. A little ominous. Hmm.
1: Alright, so just. For clarity, are we taking these things? Like Oh, what's... you've noticed.
0: this is just what you've noticed as you've wandered through the shop.
1: Oh, okay. <clears throat> Can I ask what the scroll is?
0: Yeah, I want to ask about this.
1: Well, <laughs> and I think Axel would probably ask about the hand.
0: Yes, each oh, and I don't know if you heard, but he just claimed that whatever is in the box that Sigmund noticed mm-hmm. is the same thing as something Axel
1: is carrying. Oh fuck! I'm I'm gonna ask about that too. <clears throat> so,
0: uh, st- and he picks up the uh, the black scroll.
7: This is in ultimately unique. Item. The black scroll to... of the Mad Mapper. Oh, that sounds scary. It was created by and who any claim was both always lost, yet knew exactly where he was. A man who was able to map out what could not be mapped or found, ways to get to places that should have been hidden from the world, ways to pass through Non-Newtonian geography.
1: Oh, shit.
0: And you watch as he actually pulls off the brass cuff. Pulls off the cords and lays them very gently on the table. And unrolls the scroll on the table, which again, just seems to have just enough space to encompass the, the size of this scroll. It's maybe a foot and a half tall, uh, two feet wide. And what you see is, again, just this pitch black parchment. But on it... You see, across the scroll is this mess of intricately woven and overlapping golden lines and scenery of geography. Which seems to shift on the parchment itself. The ink consistently moving. And giving this sense that there's a hidden depth beyond what is the scroll's flat surface. Moving and changing. With all bits at once. In this chaotic and elegant choreography in all three dimensions across the flat surface of this pitch-black map. And you see, written along the edge of the map, um, in, say, Celestial, as you can see it, is written, The dead know the way... The dead are always there. The dead will follow and lead. The dead are watching. And it just repeats this over and over across the entire border of the map.
5: Hmm.
0: He then rolls up the map in a smooth motion, almost just pushing his hand to roll it up re-wraps the cord and pulls the bronze clasp shut and lays it back on the table. Um, he then pulls up the uh, large coin that Valtroy discovered. And he spins it in his fingers for you to see the other side. And you can see <clears throat> a... Was it the other side? a You see one side has a crowned skull and the other has a headstone.
7: This would be, once again, the most miraculous item. The Death's Bargain. Oh, shit. Some say that the man first made or found this item made a deal with the gods of death that were he to come to their door, that he would toss the coin. If it ever landed on the skull, he would be free to go. Should it land on the headstone, he was theirs for eternity. Oh, fuck. He spins it once
0: again, like Jack Sparrow spinning it through his fingers, and then places it it back down on the table. After that, he unhooks the hand from the ceiling and places the cage on the table.
7: This one is a simple curiosity. An undead being or a crawling hand enchanted with simple magics to be controlled
0: by this cuff. And he pulls the cuff off through the cage. And he threads it onto his own wrist. And you watch as he moves his hand, the crawling claw moves in an identical manner.
7: This hand acts relatively as the spell mage hand, but more physical. Controlled by whoever wears this bracelet.
0: And he pulls off the cuff and puts it back on the... Uh, the crawling claw's wrist and it regains its own uh, sentience and volition and kind of jitters for a second before just moving about in the cage again. Rehooks it, but this time just above the uh, the counter.
5: <clears throat>
0: um, Did Smiley want to present with the black book? Yes, please. Alright, so he pulls the book and he looks at it and goes, This
7: particular volume something for the more discerning arcane practitioner. It allows an expansion of one's book of spells Mm. and further knowledge into the arcane today. However, for those who are not of such a productivity it would present most unfortunate
0: and he places the book back down once again on a space that just seems to allow for these items to be placed on the table with always just enough room for them to be there Hmm. picks up the wax hand the hand
7: of glory call it in ever so simple curiosity, but one so complicated to acquire and create it allows one to converse with the dead, however, it allows the only truth to be told by the dead. Pretty useful
0: nation long past. And puts that down. Picks up the long near black lacquered box. As he places it, you watch it rattle and judder again from whatever is inside. And he kind of almost caresses it And he's, as he runs his hand along the top. The
7: iron ash one of seven particular items Okay Of a power of the hell so that you seem to carry one of in your number.
0: He looks at Axel once again
7: Weapon that has retained its own volition. Yes. Go oh, Wants and goals and... Again, glancing
0: heavily at Axel.
1: Hungers. Oh, shit. <clears throat>
7: Do you... wish for... any of this... cushion? <clears throat> Fuck. You may pay a tree go at cost. But I am never in want of such tricks. If you have anything that could be added to my collection, then we could perhaps trade. Or you could produce your services. Much like Canyon
0: here his hand waves toward him. each finger kind of pulling out and curling in a smooth fluid motion
7: do you
1: wish for anything uh that hang on i'm texting i'm
5: texting cool. I'm texting
1: Jay <laughs> What does the... He didn't say what the... Ma... Uh, right, it's sentient. He
0: said that whatever is in that box is sentient. And yes. it is called the iron flesh.
6: We also specifically said it was a weapon.
0: Yep. One of the... Uh,
1: he very much wants the mask. <laughs> he
0: wants them. What?
1: He uh, Axel wants that mask so bad.
0: The mask? What mask? mask? What or mask? the the
1: iron flesh, I mean. Sorry. He
0: wants the iron flesh.
1: Yeah, he wants it so bad.
0: <laughs> okay.
7: But he already has one.
1: <clears throat> no, he has the mat. He has it's it's a thing. He
7: he, he has a oh, mat. It's a matching set. Yeah. Oh, it could be.
0: And are you willing to trade this item? And again, he runs his fingers across the lacquered box. Pookie spooky before bringing each finger together one at a time starting with the pinky ring finger middle finger index thumb each fingertip touching
3: <laughs> <laughs> he like the creepy that's why he had to say about that <laughs>
1: I have to make a point of clarity because I thought it was a mask so he was like, yeah, no, I'll just trade him my mask for it, and I'm like, no, it's if not he, a mask, weapon. If he it's a wants weapon. to
0: trade that mask. Uh,
1: what, kind of, what kind of weapon is it? Did he say? He, he
0: just calls it the Iron Flesh. Doesn't say what, weapon it, what the weapon was. Just called the Iron Flesh.
3: It's probably like the same weapon that Axel already has. You know, the one that changes and shit?
1: Maybe, I'm not sure.
7: Similar, but different. Your friend this one's carries actual. one of the set of seven.
3: Oh, of the mask, or is the mask the is the mask the matching one? Or are we talking it, about the, the, the mask
1: weapon? is part of the set, but it's not the same yeah, thing? About. Like this is a weapon. Okay. He's got a mask. There, it's kind of like it's kind of like fucking uh, chaos emeralds, you know? Like TM, uh, they're different colors. <laughs> not all the same. Sega definitely loves you. Same, same, but different. You, you know, you
0: can, you want to try? I don't know. Do you, do you want to ask anything? Do you want to ask what Axel is carrying?
6: Didn't Axel absorb a sentient sword, a sentient weapon with his own weapon? Yeah, while? Yeah.
0: No, he has a sentient weapon that has never spoken to him yet. Actually.
1: Oh, oh what God. the fuck? What? <laughs> I don't know that he knows this.
0: Axel is a Hexblade Warlock. Hexblade Warlocks oh, right, get their yes. power from a sentient weapon. Right, yes, yes. The dagger
6: that got absorbed way, way, way back at the beginning. Oh, yeah, no, yes.
0: the Dagger of Sealing. He gave that to Zed.
6: Oh, okay, never mind then. Um...
1: Hang on. This, this, he, was, this was, like, way has. back when... when what, is, what does it Zen seem like was, this guy wants us to trade? He wants us to trade, like, weird fringe shit, right? Like, this yeah, is pretty much. sort of, like...
3: Something weird. I have a potion of fire breathing. Well, I have a potion of fire breathing. You
6: have one on your person, but it belongs to the party.
3: <laughs> I almost used it in the big fight, but, like, you know, against the devil. It's kind of pointless.
6: Worth it. I mean, worth the use. Uh... You could cut off your tattoo. <laughs> we also still have an anti-light candle and a void arrow. No.
0: You have the void arrow, void arrow, healing arrow, uh, anti-light yeah. candles. Uh, it's all in your journals.
6: Yeah, and a couple of potions. Yeah, potions.
0: Would be a couple potions.
6: You could try it with the candle. I'm not um, I'm likely not be trading because I have.
1: While I'm waiting for an answer on that mm-hmm. DM. What did buttons. what did the map do again?
7: The map that s- black scroll.
1: He
0: he says that the map allows you to navigate what does not want to be navigated. Essentially oh, allowing you to cross, good. map out and understand non-newtonian <laughs> the geography.
3: Fourth, the fourth dimension.
1: All right, 1 Axel says, I'll trade my bedroll and all my torches.
3: Wow. <laughs> 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 Such... That sounds like
2: a mystical item, sure.
7: Such regular items but of no concern or use in my connection. Okay.
3: What about bugs?
7: <laughs> you do have I... <clears throat> a number of items.
3: Who's he
0: talking to? He's talking just to the party.
1: Oh, well, okay, yeah. so like, what does what? I guess Axel will ask what nope. it is he wants.
6: Great magic for magic. It's like mask for net na- for mask, but not grinder.
7: Whatever you are wishing, to <laughs>
1: so basically, he wants something magic. He wants something yeah, like weird.
0: Something, fun. as he's claimed, I interesting. Months. Interesting.
6: Okay, I, I I point at I, I point at um, at crisis and say, lick your eyes.
3: <laughs> Don't trade me. That's
6: weird. Okay. Someone licking their own eyes. Um,
1: Axel's gonna give him the mask.
7: All right. This is very much a treat for the iron oh. flesh.
0: And he pushes towards the
1: box. Rufus? Okay. I He also places have... down
0: three small keys on top of it. Shall we make a call? And he holds out his hand. Yeah, Axel shakes Sigmund his hand.
4: Sigmund puts hands. down the anti-light candle.
0: Uh, Okay, so you can tell Axel that he feels this lanky half-elf's fingers clasp around his hand, almost enveloping it entirely. And just above Mm -hmm. his, just under his elbow are five more points that touch down one by one. You don't see anything, but there's five more points that are just touching the forearm, and there's a slight shake. It goes, the item is yours. Oh, shit. And as Sigmund places down the anti light candles. Um Graves fingers touched together one by one again.
7: Light that is not light. Simple but most curious and interesting. What do you wish for
0: such a trade? And he kinda waves his hand over each of the items as as he does, kinda like pushes each item next to itself. Or next to the others lining them up on the table.
4: Has the flesh already been paid for?
0: The flesh has been paid for by the mask. So.
2: Map. Map.
4: Map. 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 Mask. Map. 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 Mask, mask. Mask, map. Map. Map.
1: Map. Uh... Map. Hey, if you want to buy the mask back, that'd be cool. I'll take it.
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh, what else is there? The hand.
4: There
6: is... Not the hand of
3: glory, but the the skittering one. Yeah. Well, if I oh, to- it's cool.
6: Apparently, the item that I picked up is good for it.
1: Yeah, DM mm-hmm. uh, that that map or whatever. Would this guy take exactly forty-eight owl bear feathers, ten owl bear front claws, and one owl bear beak for it?
3: And twenty drake teeth, just for fun.
1: And a book about the Astral Sea.
7: <laughs> what is such a unique one-of-a-kind item? Yeah, I figured. Just a start. Perhaps well, if you would lend me your services. Okay, oh. what do
1: you want? I'm listening.
7: Oh, Look who's a prostitute to... now. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Keep out an eye. Or such interesting items that you so might basically, think would add to my collection.
1: So basically, same thing as Valtroy.
0: Yes. And as you watch, he does... Again, David Bowie's another glass eye into his hand.
3: How many eyes does he have? What the
0: fuck? And he spins it on the table. Again, the spinning... Never stopping in speed, but the sound just kind of slows down over and over, like that moment of heavy decision in the movie. Just the a...
1: Okay. We have Question.
0: In a core, and he r- holds out his hand.
4: Singman's gonna pick up his candle again, and he's gonna say, "You know what? Let's see what else there is." And he's going to take
0: a walk around the shop. All right. Uh, roll another perception check. <clears throat>
1: okay. I'll so strike it. that bargain.
7: And we have. In a
0: cold. And again, he grasps your hand. His long, spindly fingers grasping around your entire hand, enveloping it. And you two feel five points touch one by one just under your elbow. And a slight shake. And he goes, The map. It's yours. Oh. And he also and then he again just David Bowie pulls out the glass eye that is no longer on the table and now in his hand. Okay. This shall
7: let you know should you come across anything.
1: Shst. Okay. So that's minus the book and all those owlbear parts. And Drake teeth. And you guys now have the Drake. The, teeth.
0: You now have. Sure. So. The black scroll of the mad mapper. You also have the iron flesh.
6: Great. Um I guess I'll have another look around as well, cause
0: roll perception.
6: Nothing whatsoever that book can do for me.
0: So I know. I, 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 I know assume JD those are has... homebrew items. Sorry? Or, are those homebrew items? Uh the map of the mad mapper and the iron flesh are both homebrew.
1: Okay, yeah, so you have to send those in.
0: I will send them later once you know what right. they are. Bit. Um, I know Jamie has to leave soon. So yeah, Valtroy, <laughs> Valtroy, you have what you've come for. Do you want to trade anything, possibly for Death's Bargain or anything else? Or would you perhaps like to be on your way to find out why exactly things have been done to you? Hmm. <laughs> I kind of I,
2: I kind of do want Tang, but at the same time I really want
0: to keep the things I have you have the potion you have the ring and you have <laughs> your mantle that you can still trade you already have given away your services for information
5: hmm hmm
2: Yeah, you know what? I'll, I'll give him my potion.
0: So Valtroy pulls out a long, thin vial, almost half a foot long, that seems to crackle with electric energy on the inside. He hands it over.
7: Hmm, potion of stone giant strength. Quite rare and interesting. What do you wish to take from my collection? Do you wish
0: for the coin? And he, again, just Jack Sparrow flips the coin between his fingers. Oh, no longer on the table, now between his fingers.
2: Oh! You know what? you doing that flippy shit with the coins really getting me on it, so yeah, I'll uh take that coin.
7: Then we have in a call.
0: And he passes you the coin. Yes. Shakes your hand once more, and you now have death's bargain. Woohoo! Yeah. Uh, so, did Sigmund and Smiley reroll perceptions? Oh, no. Nah. They... I got a, seven. <clears throat> a seven? <throat> seven. 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 Seven, Um. So, Sigmund, <clears throat> as you're walking around, you can't help but feel something watching you. And you turn around, you don't see anything for a second from, from just behind your left shoulder around you just you just see a darker corner of the store of of the shop you rub your eye for a second you almost feel like a migraine is starting just behind your left eye and then you look down and you see this dagger um made from what seems to be just solid black iron and right in the guard is this tiny eye staring outward. Looks like just a glass eye for a second before it twitches and looks somewhere else and then looks back at you. The entire thing almost looking like um, the the black iron, almost looking like um, a rock from the deep sea kind of modeled by waves and water and age but made completely out of iron. Pick it up. Okay,
4: I'm going to wave it at the guy at the counter.
7: Hey! What's this? That would be a dagger of warning. It will alert you to danger nearby and allow you to, get to the upper hand come into danger.
4: Done. I come up, I put the dagger on the counter, I take the anti-light candle and I put it on the counter as well.
0: We have in a call. And holds out his hand for you. Shake okay. his hand. You too feel the same thing. The long fingers enveloping your hand and the five points touching just below the elbow.
4: Can I see what's causing this?
0: No, you can't. Can There's just can this this invisible sensation that of, of something touching you just under yeah, your elbow. I
4: want to see through this if I can, somehow.
0: Okay. Is
4: Make. there a check I can do, or is... Perception check. Have... Uh, perception make a perception check. check. You do not don't want to. Don't think. Don't think it's gonna work out. No.
0: Eleven. You focus, and the harder you look at him, you almost see from his almost imperceptive thin lips a smile just curl around the corner of his mouth, and you just feel behind your eyes this massive migraine starting to roll up into your head, where you look away and it disappears. <coughs>
7: The weapon is yours.
0: And he slides the dagger to you.
4: Sigmund takes it.
0: Okay. Uh, Smiley, on a 10. Okay. Yep. So the 10 has been found, the next up is found, and the next below has been found. Let's see. DM will and I got something. What? Yeah. You discovered the one on the 12. You discovered the one on a 10 that has already been discovered. Uh um, Let's see, what do I... You know what? Fine. Let's, let's give this one. You, you're walking around and kind of posting around the shop and nothing's really catching your attention until you bump into a table and you hear something roll on it. But not a smooth roll. Like, it's a series of clunks, one after the other, and you look down you see this maybe five inch wide ball of twisted metal bands all tightly um, bound together in in what is essentially like a cannonball of just iron rings.
6: I'll uh, pick it up and give it a heft before turning to uh, before turning to Graves.
0: It's about like five pounds and Graves leans over and looks and goes that
7: would be the iron bands of wine." Speak its words and throw it at an undesirable individual, and they will find themselves bound by its iron.
6: And is this the kind of item that use that is used up after being used once? Or getting no. reused speak, th-
7: speak the words once again. And the bands will release themselves back into this form.
0: Hmm. So essentially it is it is a small coil of iron that you toss at a creature, speak the magic words. It will then bind the creature after a saving throw. And you can speak the words again and re-slim, re- turning it back into the tiny ball. It is mm-hmm. instant iron bondage.
6: And now I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right, I'll, uh, I, I forget who it is that has the, uh, two special arrows in their pack. You do. <laughs> oh, I do perfect. Yeah. I will pull out, I'll pull out the void arrow and ask if this is enough.
7: <clears throat> An arrow that exists in both this world and the next. Yes, this is a sufficient trade. And he holds out his hand
0: to, for you to shake it. And I do so, and you feel the same thing as the others, his thin hands enveloping yours and five points just below the elbow touching down around your forearm. The iron bands are yours as he holds he gives you the the iron bands, and the arrow disappears once again, just street magician disappearing things in and out around the shop. <laughs>
7: Do you desire else?
0: And I he's just that... like, his eyes are just kind of coasting between all of you. I think I think we're good.
6: <clears throat> hey, you know what, I might do, I might poke around the shop one more time.
0: Alright, roll once more. If you have a roll that has already been found, you won't find anything. Find nothing? If yeah. you if you get something if you roll what someone else has already rolled you won't find anything. If you roll something someone else hasn't, then you will find something. Fantastic.
6: Pretty sure no one's rolled back.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
6: Finally I roll something good.
0: Well, yes! a good.
5: Uh-oh.
0: As you're walking, you feel something grab your wrist. And you look down to find the tip of a sword. You can't tell what the sword is. Short sword, long sword, rapier. It just seems to be a sword. Um, and But the tip isn't pointed. It is now almost fluid and wrapping around your wrist, kind of pulling at you. And it feels like muscle.
6: That's intriguing. Alright, I'm gonna try to... Try to wriggle this out of its hiding position.
0: Yep, and you pull up the sword, and it comes without any any real struggle. You just lift it up, and you now see just this sword, and you, again, can't tell what sword it is. It just seems to be a sword. Um, <clears throat> and Grave, you see another smile curl around his lips. <laughs> yes... Another one of the
7: more interesting curiosities in my collection. The Memento of the Shapeless. A weapon made from a mimic. Oh. Oh,
1: shit.
6: That's pretty cool. That's
3: fucking cool.
6: So This might be the exact thing that I've been looking for.
1: Can I perceive
0: two? Sure. If you roll something someone else has already had, you won't find anything. If you and roll something else, you'll well find something. Things okay, go
1: going YOLO mode on this.
0: Because to be fair, I did roll for you before, so I'll allow it.
1: Can I do Guidance? Sure. Hell oh, yeah, I'm doing Guidance. All right. Perception. Oh, wait. Why am I? So we'll <coughs> use the
0: 18 and add okay, your Guidance. Okay, we'll use the 18. And add your Guidance. Three. Three. Twenty-one? Okay. Um, you find. Did get a twenty-one. No, no one has gotten a twenty-one yet. <laughs> you find. Um. You almost rolled something else. Uh. Oh. This.
7: Um,
0: iron flask, <laughs> essentially. Mm-hmm. With a, a a wax stamp on it. That has just solidified and melded itself to the flask and a heavy uh bronze stopper. What's this? Um, oh, actually. There we go. Um I'll read this one real quick. Yep. Okay. And then this one. Okay, so Smiley, he continues about the memento of the shapeless, and.
7: This item has some more living creature-esque capabilities. At the moment, it has no desired form. Should you allow it, it can take on the form of another item near it. Allow it to take on the same Aspects. Oh, shit.
6: <laughs> yeah, is- no, I definitely really want this.
0: Okay. And Finn, you give the iron flask, and he pulls it up and, and looks,
7: Yes, this is an iron flask containing object in which there oh, is fuck yes. or could fuck be yes. another living creature.
1: I will... What do you okay. wish to trade for these? <laughs> oh shit! Because here's, here's the thing. Curiosities.
0: And he pushes oh, both forward on the table, looking at you two expectantly.
1: Does anybody have anything they want to trade for this flask?
6: I, I'm I'm gonna try a, a, a pro gamer move right now. So not wait. What does the flask do? I, my dog was scratching himself.
1: Uh, it can it could potentially contain something. It's it can contain things.
6: So, it's a genie's lamp.
1: No, it's oh, no. it's an iron flask. Okay.
6: No, it's metaphor. As
1: from what I gather, but like, I don't know what the fuck it is. It just sounds cool.
6: <laughs> well, this 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 weapon could be exactly what I've been needing for a while. Um. So I ask Graves for a weapon that has no form, and thus cannot slay, would you, t- would you accept an arrow that heals when you attempt to slay with it? And um, I offer the arrow, hoping he says that's enough.
7: Another similarly interesting item, but one that is rather paltry in its essence. Something a little more
6: I Concrete
7: may be needed.
6: Okay, well, I literally have nothing else besides the iron bands, so I'll offer to return the bands as well.
7: <laughs> We've already struck in a cool. I have once had them in my possession already.
6: And you no longer desire to have it returned to you?
7: I only wish to have something in my collection once, which no longer is it.
6: Is there some way I could return with something interesting to you?
1: i trade my tattoo.
0: You want to trade your tattoo?
1: Yeah. It's the only thing I've got. But I think this flask could be more useful than the tattoo.
7: (laughs) What do you wish to trade? Oh wait, but the tattoo does
0: damage. You can see him tapping his fingers one by one, waiting.
6: Oh, you know what we never identified? What? The armor and weapons of those two demons that we killed, including AphaZedon.
1: Oh fuck, we didn't.
6: No, we didn't.
4: We haven't rested yet. I was planning on doing that during a like long rest.
6: Yeah, but what we can do well, do I, I would like to keep at least the, either the weapons or the armor as a trophy. Like, for us to like put up and be like, we did that in our home base when we finally have one. But we don't need both weapon and armor necessarily, I don't think. It's up to you guys. What do you guys think?
1: I'll trade the tattoo. All right. For the flask, at least. I don't know what they're gonna if they're deciding on something for the, so you, the armor because because I feel like sleeve. we should identify that stuff first in case we can use it.
0: you note that he probably won't trade back. What if you give your tattoo? You're, he's not gonna give back the tattoo.
1: If well, you take the, the flask,
0: is- he won't take back the flask.
4: And I still have two candles of anti lights. So.
0: Oh! Oh you, no! That was for, that was for all the candles. Oh. oh.
4: that was for all the candles? Yes, and you
0: uh, only had two. You again traded and one I to Diug. I had the
1: candles. Okay, well, I
6: am going Wait. to we have a fair room amount room of healing room? in the party now. So I'm going to try and use the I'm going to try and trade away the greater healing potion that we have as well.
1: Since we have so much healing cuz What? We need Smiley. it. <laughs> we don't Smiley. need it. We have, we have four people yes. in the party that can heal. Yeah. Smiley, you have the that arrow. Yeah. And you <laughs> he- <laughs> Yeah, he wasn't gonna take it for what you wanted, right? He said it wasn't enough. So then can I use that for the flask? <laughs> so I don't have to lose my tattoo. Uh I can fucking without, hear
0: everybody. <laughs> without having to do the voice, the arrow's also not enough for the flask. Fuck I,
6: I, I w- like I would say yes, but like the thing is up until I just now like up until I got the iron bands just now, I've had no magical items. Besides the besides the infusion that um, that that Sigmund put on my sword, like I've had nothing, no armor, oh, right. no magic, anything whatsoever
1: that's been at all usable. And all all I've got is the tattoo. And that's have. My sword? I don't have a sword.
6: Your weapon? Sorry, it's. It...
1: I don't have a weapon. That's
0: Axel. Oh,
1: wrong twin. Fucking yeah. Wrong twin. Yeah, I don't have shit. <laughs> I haven't had shit.
6: Fair point. It, it's it's a very it's a very light <laughs> campaign.
1: Uh, I'm gonna. This is what I think.
6: We yeah, have we've gotta have something here.
1: Fuck it. I have the map. Whatever. No! Ah! God damn it. This thing could be.
7: <laughs> decisions. Decisions. I think we
4: are
7: done here. It always your stances. Well, question.
1: And pulls out another glass eye. Oh yeah. Oh. Like he'll give me another glass eye for the. Fire? Oh no!
0: That this is one glass eye per person.
1: Ah damn it! Yeah, I'm down. Let's okay. Do
0: this.
1: I will. Puts... I will bring you back
6: something that will knock you off your feet.
0: So he puts down the glass eye and holds out his hand once again.
6: Shaken with gusto.
0: Yep. And he pushes the sword towards you.
3: I'll take an eye for the flask, and I'll give the flask to Finn. Thank you, <laughs> Christus. I was
6: going to say, we do the arrow and the potion of fire breathing, if anything.
3: No, I
4: want to keep my shit. Thanks. <laughs> Wait, right. you have the potion of fire breathing because it's in my yes. inventory. It's, oh. it's
6: everybody's handout, but it's it's on crisis specifically so that he can he can yeah. fire breathe like a dragon once. Exactly. <laughs> we, we we did this whole thing.
0: Yeah, some items are in everyone's. Some are in only one oh, person. but it's
4: in my inventory. Period. Like with the scroll of invisibility and the scroll of arcane lock.
0: Yeah.
5: Oh, you, you... have scrolls? Oh, yeah, yeah, that
1: you found in Kajoti's tomb. So, is that an iron flask, DM? I don't know. Does Crisis
0: actually take an eye? Yes. All right? Yeah. Yeah, I do. He pulls out another glass eye again, just out of nowhere. David Bowieing this. Puts down while the While I shake,
3: while I shake his hand, I'm gonna palm him a uh, uh, one of the marrow mites. I'll just give him a, a bug. <laughs> <laughs> You go. Um, on you the DL you watch, watch as he you.
0: he takes it and somehow it slips into the tips of his fingers instead of his palm and Crysis you, you two feel the same thing but your arms a bit shorter and instead you feel the five points on your shoulder <laughs> yeah like uh, that's disturbing Um, and fuck? he takes the Maromite and it ends up in his, his fingertips and you watch as the legs begin to twitch again mm. oh shit the 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 roots of the teeth, the pincers begin to move again, and it just it's immediately alive, and it crawls along his arm and then disappears behind him. Huh?
5: What
4: oh the shit! there's a little freebie for you. You're welcome.
6: Yeah, call it a tip.
4: Much That's a tip. <laughs> it's pleasure doing business with you, even though you're
3: spooky. Are we good here now guys? Uh, can we go?
0: Yeah. Um so one, <laughs> you guys realize in this time Valtroy has just slipped away. Oh fuck. Um and left on <laughs> the table, I guess. <laughs> left on Thanks the so counter much. um is a letter. That seems to be like scrawled really hastily on a piece of parchment. Hmm. Um Gotta I will, <laughs> I will have the letter next time. Jamie's okay. sending yeah. it to me. And you guys one by one depart the grove, leaving Cookie graves boy. behind. Who is the last to leave shop? I will be. Okay, I want you to roll a perception check, please.
5: Perceive.
0: 14. Okay. Yeah, not great. <clears throat> as you all walk out and you leave both the store of the grove and the small grove of trees it sits within the door creaking behind you smiling you don't even need to touch it as it closes. but you look back and as you look back you watch the form of graves flicker and shift for a moment
4: oh no thanks
0: and where he stands you see it instead this maybe eight foot tall thin emaciated humanoid creature with pale apery looking skin. No eyes or mouth to speak of. Just Whoa. a solid face with slightly sunken features denoting maybe a skull beneath. Talk Large hands with thin, elongated fingers, much like those of Raves himself. But atop each of those fingers is another one. three times as long directly above the knuckles and you can watch them all move individually and intricately and one hand, every single finger, all ten of the fingers on that hand curl one by one one after the other, closing the door behind you and that's where we're going to end the session
6: alright, okay okay, so we may have just sold our souls here
0: Thank you for listening to this episode of Callercast. Today's episode featured Dan as Alaric Smiley Grin, Jaden as Axel Ausgier, Sadie Bennett as Finn Ausgier, Tanya as Crisis the Kobold, Kevin as Sigmund Rackram, and Sean as Dungeon Master. We would also like to extend a huge thanks to our very first guest player, Jamie, for joining us as Valtroy Banacaldus. If you enjoyed the episode, Consider leaving us a like, comment, or review, as well as share the episode to help others find our podcast. If you want to know when new episodes come out, you can always follow us on Podbean, Spotify, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, and Stitcher under Goldercast. You can also find us on Twitter at Goldercast for future episodes and possible channel updates, news, or other notifications. Thanks again, and we'll see all you crows in the next episode of Our Adventure.